Welcome to 66 and 365, Bible Reading for Kids. I'm Luke. And I'm Alana. And we're excited to be reading the Bible with you. Our goal is to help our kids be engaged with the Bible every day this year, and we hope that you'll join us. We just finished reading all about Jesus' life in the build-up to Easter, and we have loved reading, most recently, the four different accounts of Holy Week. We are jumping back into the Old Testament, all the parts of Scripture that happens prior to the birth of Christ. On today's episode, we begin the next part of David's story in 2 Samuel. We look at what happens just after Saul's death and how David reacts to the situation. Listen in on 66 and 365. 2 Samuel chapter 1. After the death of Saul, David returned from defeating the Amalekites and stayed in Ziklag two days. On the third day, a man with torn clothes and dust on his head came from Saul's camp. When he came to David, he fell on the ground and paid homage. David asked him, where have you come from? He replied, I escaped from the Israelite camp. What was the outcome? Tell me, David asked him. The troops fled from the battle, he answered. Many of the troops have fallen and are dead. Also Saul and his son Jonathan are dead. David asked the young man who brought him the report, How do you know Saul and his son Jonathan are dead? I happen to be on Mount Gilboa, he said, and there was Saul leaning on his spear. And at that very moment, the chariots and the cavalry were closing in on him. When he turned around and saw me, he called out to me, So I answered, I am at your service. He asked me, who are you? I told him, I'm an Amalekite. Then he begged me, stand over me and kill me for I'm mortally wounded. But my life still lingers. So I stood over him and killed him because I knew that after he'd fallen, he couldn't survive. So I took the crown that was on his head and the army that was on his arm and I brought them here to you. Then David took hold of his clothes and tore them and all the men with him did the same. They mourned and wept and fasted until evening for those died by the sword for Saul and Jonathan and the Lord's people in the house of Israel. David inquired of the young man who had brought him the report. Where are you from? I am the son of a resident alien. He said, I'm an Amalekite. David questioned him. How is it that you were not afraid to lift your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed? Then David summoned one of his servants. Come here and kill him. The servant struck him and he died. For David had said to the Amalekite, Your blood is on your own head because your own mouth testified against you, saying, I killed the Lord's anointed. David sang the following lament for Saul and his son Jonathan, and he ordered that the Judites be taught the song of the bow. It is written in the book of Jashar. The splendor of Israel lies slain on your heights. How mighty have fallen. Do not tell it in Gath. Don't announce it in the marketplace of Ashkelon. Or the daughters of the Philistines will rejoice, and the daughters of the men will celebrate mountains of Gilboa let no dew or rain be on you or fields of offerings for the shield of the mighty have been defiled the shield of Saul no longer anointed with oil Jonathan's bow never retreated Saul's sword never returned unstained from the blood of the slain from the flesh of the mighty Saul and Jonathan loved and delightful they were not parted in life or in death they were swifter than eagles and stronger than lions Daughters of Israel, weep for Saul, who clothed you in scarlet and and decked out your garments in gold ornaments. How the mighty have fallen in the thick of the battle. Jonathan lies slain on your heights. I grieve for you, Jonathan, my brother. You were such a friend to me. Your love for me was more wondrous. How mighty have fallen and the weapons of war have perished. 2 Samuel chapter 2. Sometime later, David inquired of the Lord, should I go to one of the towns of Judah? The Lord answered, Go. Then David said, Where should I go? To Hebron, the Lord replied. 
So David went there with his two wives. In addition, David brought the men who were with him, each one with his family. They settled near the town of Hebron. And then the men of Judah came, and there they anointed David, king over the house of Judah. They told David it was the men of Jabesh Gilead who buried Saul. David sent messengers to the men of Jabesh Gilead and said to them, The Lord bless you because you have shown your kindness to Saul, your Lord, when you buried him. Now may the Lord show kindness and faithfulness to you, and I will show the same goodness to you because you have done this deed. Therefore be strong and valiant, for Saul is dead. The house of Judah has been anointing me as king over them. Abner, son of Nurse, commander of Saul's army, took Saul's son Ishbath and moved him to Manaheim. He made him king over Gilead, Asher, Jezreel, Ephraim, Benjamin, all over Israel. Saul's son, Ishbosheth, was 40 years old when he became king over Israel. He reigned for two years. The house of Judah, however, followed David. The length of time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. Abner, son of Ner, and soldiers of Ishbosheth, son of Saul, marched out from Manaheim to Gibeon. So Joab, son of Zeruah, and David's soldiers marched out and met them by the pool of Gibeon. They took up positions on the opposite sides. Abner said to Joab, let's have the young men get up and compete in front of us. Let them get up, Joab replied. They got up and were counted off, twelve for Benjamin and Ishbosheth, son of Saul, and twelve from David's soldiers. Then each man grabbed his opponent by the head, and they all died together. This place was named the Field of Blades. The battle that day was fierce, and Abner and the men of Israel were defeated by David's soldiers. The three sons of Zeruah, Joab, Abishai, and Ashel. Ashel was a fast runner, like one of the wild gazelles. He chased Abner and did not turn right or left in his pursuit of him. Abner glanced back and said, Is that you? Yes, it is, Ashel replied. Abner said, Turn to your right or your left. Seize one of the young soldiers. Take whatever you can get from him. But he wouldn't stop chasing him. Once again, Abner warned him, Stop chasing me! Why should I strike you to the ground? How could I ever look your brother Joab in the face? But Ashel refused to turn away. So they all came to a place where Ashel had fallen and died, and, and they stopped. But Joab and Abishi pursued Abner. By sunset, they had gone as far as the hill, which is opposite of Gai, on the way to the wilderness of Gibeon. The Benjamites rallied to Abner and formed a unit and took their stand on top of a hill. Then Abner called out to Joab, Must the sword devour forever? Don't you realize this will only end in bitterness? As God lives, Joab replied, If you had not spoken up, the troops would not have stopped pursuing their brothers until morning. Then Joab blew the ram's horn and all the troops stopped. They no longer pursued Israel or continued to fight. So Abner and his men marched through Arabah all that night, and they crossed the Jordan and marched all morning. When Joab returned back from pursuing Abner, he gathered all the troops and... um. In addition to Ashel, 19 of David's soldiers were missing, but they had killed 360 of the Benjamites and Abner's men. Afterward, they carried Ashel to his father's tomb in Bethlehem and buried him. Then Joab and his men marched all night and reached Hebron at dawn. And now it's time for the question of the day. Our question for you and your family to discuss today is, who can you rely on when you're having big feelings like David was in our story today? Talk about that with your family and what you can do when that happens. Don't forget to practice our memory verse this week. And if you want to send us a sound clip of the verse you practice, we'll add it to next week's shows. Send it to 66 and 365 at gmail.com. 
This week's memory verse is, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 27, 1.